Mr. President, we've got a situation. Hemisphere Emergency Action Team, HEAT, has called in a threat to the Global Reaction Agency for Mysterious Paranormal Activity, Grandpa. The Society for the Total Extermination of Non-Conforming Humans, Stench, has sent their first advanced recon team, BART, units to Israel. My God. It gets worse. The United Nations Intelligence Task Force unit is failing to find the Committee for the Liberation and Integration of Terrifying Organisms and their Rehabilitation into Society, the Taurus. And we've only heard from the Zonal Organization for World Intelligence and Espionage, Zowie. We're moving to DEFCON 18, folks. Call in Megaforce. Sir, Megaforce is on leave of infinite absence. We've only got one option. You heard her, folks. It's time to call in the Mobile Elite Global Armament Battalion of Unmatched Terrorist Thwarting, Megabot. Megabot, once a loose band of ragtag rogues and mercenaries, now join together in the quest for world freedom and equality for all. Megabot headquarters, please hold. Thrill me. Commander Gunner Steele, as leader of Megabot, I'm appointing you as lead on this global emergency. Meet with my advisors immediately. You heard the man, Megabot. Move out! Hey! Okay, I want all access to satellite imagery and recon teams. Get me a sit rep on the Canada situation, and where are we with the media? Commander Steele, we'll get to all that soon, but first, we need to talk about something much more important. What could be more important? It's about your name. Gunner or Steele? Because both are equally badass. Oh, we completely agree. Oh yes, quite badass. We're talking more about Megabutt. You see, people don't like it very much. It leaves a bad taste in their mouths. We're dealing with this now? With the world on the brink of dis- As our planet exploded into a million pieces, I was left with one big question. What did Tom Hanks have in that FedEx box when he was on that island in Castaway? The world may never know. Thanks a lot, Megabot. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. Glad to have you back. I'm your host, Justin. I got Sam and I got Jackie here. We are ready for Megaforce! Woohoo! So super excited because I have not seen this. Yeah, no, Jackie, this will be an experience for you. This is the close of the trilogy of In Action, In Action presented Car- by Carl. Carl's In Action, In Action trilogy. Carl will be guesting with us. Yeah, tomorrow. you know that's what we said last time. Yes, yeah, he doesn't true. have a cold this time, so if it, if he doesn't show up, it would have to be a global catastrophe, one that only could be solved by an elite team of guys, Megabut in tights. Oh, oh, well, I don't know. Do the guys in Megabut wear tights? I think they wear ass pants. <laughs> what are ass pants? It's they those like pants the... that don't have asses in them, so your like... ass hangs out the back. It's okay. all pants, so... except for the ass. They're do... ass pants. Do <laughs> there are things there are you can buy ass pants. Well, I've seen ass pants. Well, here's the thing. There's there's chaps or shaps. Right, but those are not pants. Those are pants covers. They are leg covers. Leg covers. But you must wear pants on top of the, the chaps, don't you? You wear 
pants underneath because if you didn't, your cock and balls would be just hanging out. <laughs> right. Because really all it does is like it, it prevents you from getting horse rash, I'm guessing, is what that is. Yeah, but the but the ass pants aren't like that. No, that's what I, I just don't. So they just make pants without butts in them. <laughs> it's actually not your entire butt. It's just your butt cheeks, your individual butt cheeks. There's a piece of floss that goes up the, well, your butt crack, so it's just well, exposed butt cheeks. So that was in the Spice Girls, right? Yeah, and I've seen they ass, had pants ass pants in, other in the places. Spice Girls. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, ass or pants. Spice World. <laughs> in the Spice Girls. They have they have the ass pants in the Spice Girls. I'm sure There's that they do. Plenty of things have been in the Spice Girls, but ass pants are probably not one of them. I don't know. Who's that sounds thing? really gross. Like that piece of floss just rubs itself right by your asshole all day, so your butthole ends up getting chapped. Plus, if you didn't wipe well, you're stinking up the neighborhood. I think if you wear ass pants, you're probably going to be a little prepared with uh, making sure your buns are clean. You, you want to have that. clean buns. If you don't have clean buns, you have no business wearing ass pants. We have to move on. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we don't have any streaming do's or don'ts this week. We don't? No, we didn't watch anything. Because you were hanging one. out in the front yard with ass pants on. Yeah, exactly. Not watching movies. However, I do have a discussion about uh, streaming movies and uh, some top tips for okay. the users, the listeners, the fans of, of getting movies and watching them. For stinkers especially. Because everything you do, you do it for them. Uh, no, I do it for me because I'm a selfish dick. Um, first, I want to talk about a little bit of software that I have explained to you guys. It's called PlayOn. I don't remember hearing anything about this. It is the first DVR for online movies. Oh. You can record anything you want as long as you have a subscription to that service. For instance, you can... It is the only way to download a netflix movie and save it as an mp4 file the same with amazon prime or hbo go or crackle or does it work with hulu hulu showtime uh the majority of any place that has streaming uh videos i wouldn't recommend it for youtube because youtube videos are a little bit easier to download and a little bit cleaner if you just download them directly uh essentially what uh what play later does is it is completely legal if, with a couple caveats, they explain it that it's the same as recording a movie on a VCR back in the 80s, say off of HBO, and the president, legally, because it sounds illegal, oh, I'm recording Netflix movies. Does Netflix provide that service? No, this other ringing company does. Yeah. But it's called time shift viewing. Well, HBO didn't sell you the VCR. That's right. That's right. I guess that's true. Some guy named Tony did. Yeah. <laughs> With the degree hey, he had in, a sweet blue shirt. With a degree in VCR repair. No. No. No, he just sold TVs and VCRs. Anyways. So what you do is you download the software. It is $20 at the the lowest entry. That's one year of membership that you get. Oh, you have to pay for this shit? You do. It's so $20. It's just like a VCR? It is $20. <laughs> not <laughs> quite. Do you get it? Is not it like quite the price of a VCR. Does it come with the problem of where to put it? Uh, like, you have to go, you get your VCR, and you're like, oh, fuck, my TV stand doesn't have a spot for this new machine. I have to do something now. Now I have to go buy more furniture. Why did I buy a VCR? <laughs> These things suck. <laughs> no, it's not like that. Uh, so then, And then you just go through your queue. You do have to have a membership, like I said, to these services, uh, except for Crackle or YouTube, which is free. Uh, and then you can uh, download them. Now, I should legally advise you that you should only watch these movies one time after you download them, because if you watch them twice, you've essentially broken the law. So, Unless it aired twice? Uh, well, it airs unlimited. You would, it, you would have to so, watch the film, destroy the file, 
then re-download it to do it legally. Now, here's a question I have for you in uh-huh. terms of time shift recording. Uh-huh. When you have a DVR and you DVR a show, if you watch it more than once, are you breaking the law? You know, I don't know. Because it sounds like you are. Uh, it sounds like you might be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. 20 bucks. You get that. Uh, it at playon.tv forward slash play later. If you like the Netflix, which we mostly do, I've got a app you can download. It's called Upflix. And what Upflix is, is daily updates about the Netflix streaming catalog. So, say there's a new movie that just launches today on Netflix. You will get a notification about today's new movies on Netflix. And they won't get buried in your, the same fucking goddamn five movies that Netflix just keeps making you try to watch. Recommended for you! Flash the TV series! I don't want to fucking watch Flash! Show me what else is on here so you can always stay abreast of what, uh, what is recently added huh on netflix sounds that and sounds that great free. yeah i use it every day actually you're special mm-hmm. uh, i use the toilet every day yes i also Ooh, me too that is at upflix.net or you can just go to your uh mobile app store and get it oh, there the play store or the or iTunes what is, store what is, or, is it itunes store yeah, i think it's just the itunes store stupid apple products what do you what do they windows app people store. call it uh, they don't because nobody buys those. Yeah. So sorry. It's too bad. That. Uh, lastly, work better. Lastly, if you uh, want to, if you're struggling to find good movies on YouTube, good bad movies, I want to rec- make a couple recommendations on Reddit. First, there's the subreddit of bad movies, which I get a lot of information from. Uh, good reviews of bad movies are posted on there. Links to YouTube movies, uh, just stuff that you should watch. A lot of my uh recommendations come from that reddit and then secondly the subreddit full movies on youtube you can find just about anything you want on youtube at both of those locations so there you go you don't have to you don't have to live vicariously through our streaming do's and don'ts you can go make your own and tell us about it rate us tell us what is good and what is crap that you found tweet us and then say hey did you get my tweets yeah because I don't know how Twitter really works. <laughs> Just yell. You yell out the window. Yeah. Stinger Madness, did you get my tweets? And then eventually somebody will get back to you. And then I go, sweet tweets. <laughs> sweet tweets. <laughs> it's not documented on the internet. Dude, those those tweets were totally sick, bro. Sweet tweets. <laughs> that, and well, you know what? Broshin. Whoever's bro-sign. listening out there, because I don't have the bro-sign gumption to do this. The yes. Whoever's out there listening, somebody needs to, and I should do this, but I just don't care. Sweet tweets would be a great, great Twitter hand, ah, great Twitter handle. Uh huh. Sweet tweets. Sweet I'm, tweets. There probably already is a sweet tweet. There better be. I would be surprised if there wasn't. And it probably isn't very interesting. Yeah. Like, Look what you can do with your coffee maker. Yeah. You can clean a hat. Or, Thanks, sweet tweets. Or it's you... just about candy. <laughs> Don't eat too much of this one. It was made with artificial sweetener, which will give you diarrhea. Sweet tweet. <laughs> and it's like somebody's using Twitter wrong to describe butterscotch candy. So it's like they wrote out like a That's four a blog, paragraph. Yeah. It's a blog, but it's just coming through Twitter in pieces. Yeah, <laughs> like, 140 characters at a time. It's like when that when somebody's so pissed off about something and they're texting it, but they're like, this is going to go over. And they just don't care. And your phone just blows up for like 10 minutes on this fucking paragraph that somebody typed to you. Or if it's an iPhone to Android and they do it and it comes in out of order from the fucking iPhone and you have to piece it together what the hell is going on. No shit. That's always fun. Yeah. Gotta love Apple products. Okay. So there you go. There's your top tips from Snicker Madness. We'll try to have more movies next week. In fact, we're probably just going to watch some stuff this weekend. So 
Let us continue with maybe our last round of Pop Quiz Hotshot. Yes. We have moved on from the people who work on films. Now we're going to talk about uh, some things that Sam enjoys quite a bit, and then just some story-related stuff. So, looking at butts on the internet? Yeah, looking at butts. What is butt-looking, Sam? Uh, what's a hub, Jackie? It's on an old Cadillac, and in a movie, it falls off as you go really fast around the corner and hits an old man in a wheelchair. Did you know, speaking of that, that in the car chase in Bullet, the famous car chase... There is 18 hubcaps that come off during that chase. 18? See, hub. 18, I knew it. And there is only two cars with four wheels apiece. Hubcaps <laughs> well, are plenty. Well, nobody said how many hubcaps are on each car. <laughs> yeah, there's just a guy in the backseat of yeah. the Mustang tossing <laughs> them out the window. Back, well, back in the day, they used to put four hubcaps on every wheel of a Chrysler. <laughs> Otherwise, you were getting jobbed. Get taking a ticket to Screwsville if you don't have 15 hubcaps on your car. No, a hub is not a hubcap. Sandwich what are we talking Sam? about? Like what kind of like a, a hub, hub. Be- in 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 the I in the realm of film? What's a hub? I have no idea. It is a major event in a plot. Oh, okay. It's a hub. Storytelling. Yeah. I, I thought right. that was called a climax. Because I don't know if you're talking about inside the story. If there's a hub, like the office hub, like yes, there's the actually hubs. Hub. There's uh, there's hubs in studios too. That's well, we're talking about major events in a plot. Okay, Jackie, would you like to tell me what a satellite is? Yes, it makes my cell phone work. Ooh. And uh, DirecTV uses it uh-huh. so that I can watch movies. There you go. Sam, you want to take a stab? It's a side story. Uh, it is a minor plot event. Oh, we're still on plot events? Ding and yeah. dong. Should have seen that coming. <laughs> uh, we're no longer on uh, plot events. Oh, damn. We're moving on to shots. Oh, okay. okay. Here we go. Shots. So I'm going to have to give these mostly to Jackie. This one's an easy one, Jackie. What's a close-up? It's where they get really close to your face. Okay. So they can really get your emotions. Yeah. Or any object. That's exactly right. It's uh, We're only going to be talking about uh, the definition of, of people for, for these shots. Yeah, no objects, objects. Uh, Yes, uh, you can have a close-up of an object, but to put it like into terms, we're only going to be talking you know, about people. There's a, one close-up in certain filmmaking that is, uh, it's the shot, it's the wiener going into the vagina. Oh, that's... That the- is the ECU or extreme <laughs> close-up, and I just don't know why they have it. Like, okay, I get it, there's a wiener in there. Why am I watching this wiener? Like, it's just a wiener pounding a vagina. Why? Who is out there that's like the one guy that's like, this is what everybody wants to see? And like anytime somebody called the money shot. No, I thought the money shot's when he actually sprays all over her face. Nah, oh. No, that's not the money shot. Can be anything. It's just like the money that's shot. The is, money shot. No, the, no, the money shot in porn is when the semen no, comes out of the penis. That's a cum shot. No, that's called the money shot. It's called the cum shot. All right, whatever. Uh, no, the close up. You're both correct. Is when a body part fills the entire frame. There you go. Sam, what's a cowboy shot? Yeah. Uh, low angle. Mmm. Jackie. It's where they sit below you, and then they angle the camera up at your face so that you look really tall, and the sun is behind you. Okay. So you look all badass. A cowboy shot is from the thighs up. MCU. MCU. In television, it's called an MCU medium close-up. Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, Medium close-up. Okay. Cowboy shot and medium close-up are the same shot. What's a medium long? Medium long will have head, hands, and feet. No. Kneecaps up. Kneecaps up. Ding, yes. ding, ding. Just the medium. What's a medium? Waist up. Waist up. What's a long shot, Jackie? Everything. Head, hands, feet. 
Yep. Yeah, it's like whole the body. Feet, all the whole. That's what I meant. Whole body. Oh, okay, I thought you meant like everything's a long shot. We're never going to have a chance because oh. it's too much of a long shot. Yeah, Dang, that would have been a good joke, and I really thought of that. Last question, Jackie. What's the difference between visual effects and special effects? Special effects have to be added in later, such as bang, bang, shotgun sounds, and fireworks, and stuff. And visual effects are like just really pretty things. Like, what an awesome flower. So I know a guy who's a visual effects uh, supervisor, uh-huh. and what he does is on-screen graphics when they do mo- news, like if there's a fake newscast in the movie, he does the graphic, the fake news graphics, all the things that aren't special effects like explosions, uh, 3D image cars, spaceships, crap like that. It's the computer work that isn't necessarily a special effect. Uh, you have been lied to. A- Was I right? Visual effect, almost, almost, a visual effect is added in post. A special effect takes place in front of the camera. Oh, yes, but is a effects director and a visual... Uh, it's kind of the same. Yeah, I can yeah, see but it. That's I where that's I'm, a specialty... Yeah, as his, his job yeah. isn't part of the wow, it's the... Right. It's compositional. Yes, but usually you find visual effects as any effect made in post-production. In post-production, yeah. yes, but there's a lot of special effects made in post-production now, and the special effects director and the visual effects director are not the same thing, and they both work in post-production. I prefer special effects over visual effects, personally. I didn't do too well this time. Uh, you got that uh, one of those close-up ones, or one of the shots. That was good. <sighs> Kneecaps up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's what you always say. It's your favorite tagline. Kneecaps up, bitches. That's what I always say, all the time. <laughs> Goes around, hey, that was a nice kneecaps up. Give me a kneecap. Uh. <laughs> well, I guess everybody now, because we've just Trending. bequeathed it to the internet. Yeah, that's a sweet tweet you just sent out there. Sam, please tell us about Megaforce. Megaforce was released in 1982. <laughs> Why so sad? No, that's serious. Why, fucking serious. Why so sad, Sam? I don't think he says that. Think so? No. Okay. All right. The largest film budgets of 1982 that I can find reports on are as follows. Uh-huh. E.T.? Inchon. Inchon? What? $46 million. What's Inchon? Inchon. $46 million. Blade Runner, $28 million. Gandhi, $22 million. Firefox, $21 million. Is that the, the best one with little horror. Clint Eastwood? Yes. Wow. That is, it, it there's like a, a couple, there's a few on here that are stinkers in their own rights. Yeah. Uh, the best little whorehouse in Texas, $20.5 million. Where did they do? What? Ah, what? I guess they just fucking shoved it all up Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton's asses. They must have. And ringing in at $20 million, Megaforce. So it wasn't the most expensive movie made this year, but it was one of the most expensive. Quite, quite expensive, even by today's standards. E.T. was the big money winner of 1982, raking in $436 million. It cost $10.5 Good bargain. Uh, 74 million return on Wrath of Khan, 10.7. This shit cost 20. Uh-huh. 20 million dollars. Yes, this cost almost 10 million dollars more than the Wrath of Khan or E.T., That's so which are renowned astounding. for their special effects. Yes, indeed. Budget. Budget it. is one of the factors I like, I take into consideration when I judge and when I watch this movie is this is one of the most expensive movies. When you watch Megaforce, the burning question is, what does Megaforce do? What do they do? I don't know, because I haven't seen it. Yes. One of the things that I would have thought Megaforce capable of... I have of, seen it, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. 
What does Mega Force do? One of the things I thought they would do is lead the way in box office disasters of 1982. Tragically, Mega Force can't even trailblaze failure, as its 5.6 million return against its 20 million dollar budget pales in comparison to Inchon's 5.2 million return against 46 oh. million dollars. Ouch! Talk, talk about taking a bath. As a side note, when you're like Inchon, what is that? When wondering how bad a movie can fail, Inshawn sets the bar. It was so poorly received that it was never released on video cassette or DVD. Oh. It did not receive. It's so bad that they didn't even release it on home media. Oh, I want to see that. It's like two and a half hours. It's bad, not like oh how it's awesome. Two half hours. Two and a half hours. Oh. It's like it's a marathon. It's so it's about the Battle of Inshawn. Uh-huh. And it's just shit done wrong too long. Yeah. That's why it was. They showed it to the president first, and he didn't like you. <laughs> Me no Reagan. <laughs> yeah, Reagan was like, "I was in movies. This is shit. <laughs> I was in shit. I movies. might not be a good president, but I know this movie sucks." <laughs> uh, anyway, in terms of buried, there's deep, and there's so deep it's next to inch on. There has been it's it aired on some channels when in the days of cable. So there are bootlegs of Inchon floating around out mm. there and there's talk of an Inchon Blu-ray at this point like the it it's a it's a huge scar to the studio but it's not a scab anymore so i guess they'll they'll see what they can recoup by by making like a 100 blu-rays and seeing if any of them sell <laughs> uh megaforce was directed by the hollywood stalwart hal needham you will remember hal needham from his frequent collaborations with burt reynolds which were generally box office smash hits some of those include Smokey and the Bandit, Hooper, Cannonball Run, and Stroker Ace. If you were a Hollywood producer or investor, you couldn't feel any safer about $20 million if it was in the hands of Hal Needham. Indeed. Up until Megaforce. He actually did Cannonball Run after Megaforce, so this didn't like oh, kick him out of wow. town. He did some other things. He also did Rad after oh, boy, rad. Megaforce. Wow. And uh, the villain with Kirk Douglas and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you ever seen that? I have not. It's no. fun. It's a cartoon live action, basically. It's not like live action with cartoons mixed. It's live action movie playing by the rules of a car- of a Warner Brothers cartoon. Huh. It's okay. a very interesting, interesting. film. Yeah. So kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No, that's live action with cartoons. animation. This is oh. like a movie where the people that are real and all the stuff in it is real, but it's playing by the rules of... Uh, the physical a world of Anvil, Bugs Bunny. F- an actual anvil falls from the sky and smashes Arnold in the head. That's basically what it does. Is it adds all of the sort of would-kill-you gags that are in cartoons into a live-action movie. I thought it was the fucking raddest movie ever when I was, like, six. When I was six, the villain was, like, my favorite shit. I don't know if it would be good now. It might be, like, a fucking terrible, terrible, horrible way to spend an hour and a half. Uh, Hal Needham preceded his 20 directorial credits with 101 stunt credits. In fact, whenever you look him up, it's always like former stuntman. And I think that after you direct 20 movies, maybe you got started, maybe you did have a long career as a stuntman. If you directed 20 movies, you're a director. You're you don't a director. have to be, yep. you don't have to be, uh, a former stuntman. No, he's a director. Hal Needham was a big fucking deal. Sure. Uh, oh, yes. All those movies, all those Burt Reynolds movies are enough to set just, up anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Hooper and, uh, just Hooper and Smoking in the Band yeah. are fun. Barry Bostwick is most notably Brad Majors in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you're not into all of that, you may know him from his various television roles where he plays a good-haired, goof- doofy guy. He did that very well for some years as the mayor in uh, Michael J. Fox's Spin City. I never saw that show. 
I know him as Ace fucking Hunter in Megaforce. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly who I know him from, too. Michael... Is that his real name, Ace fucking Hunter? Ace no, it's Ace Hunter. F Hunter. Yep. I don't know if there's an F. Commander Ace F Hunter. The F is for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Beck was somehow able to avoid a Razzie nomination for Xanadu, which received six... Zan- like, Xanadu got nominated for a Razzie for everything. Xanadu is the inspiration for the Razzies as well. Oh, yeah. yeah and sure. everything in Xanadu was nominated, except Michael Beck. But he showed up a couple years later in Megaforce, and he got the nod. Nice. He did not win, but he he got the nod for this one. In Xanadu, his his character contributes to a really stupid animation. In Megaforce, his character contributes to an animation that may be the stupidest of all time. Indeed. It There's is, animation in this movie? In um. it. You just, just be surprised and happy when you watch Megaforce. <laughs> and then afterwards, you're like, wait. What does Megaforce do? <laughs> so always remember that. What do they do? You just just have that question in the front of your mind. What does Megaforce do? Persis Kimbata was, I guess, okay, as the bald lady who says V'ger a lot in Star Trek The Motion Picture. She blows some serious ass as Major Zara in Megaforce. <laughs> she was also in uh, one of my favorite Mystery Science Theaters movies. Uh, it's uh, Mega. It was Mega Weapon. Remember the huge truck? <laughs> Oh, it's uh, it's Battle Truck. Battle Truck. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Battle Truck. Yeah, good one. The very familiar Edward Edward Mulhair plays General Burn White, which is hyphenated because Megaforce is very socially progressive. General Burn White is part of possibly the only thing that actually happens in Megaforce. Henry Silva plays Duke Guerrera in one of his rare non-psychotic roles, and I just don't think I need to talk about Henry Silva very much, because we just know. You know. You just know that Silva's in this, so it means fucking business. <laughs> it means ace fucking hunter business. The movie Team America World Police is based entirely on the movie Megaforce. That is correct. Producers approached military officials for cooperation in the design of the vehicles used in the battle scenes. The officials refused. When the film was released, those same officials were so impressed with the vehicles, they asked the produ- producers for the plans. The producers corroborated. I don't think that they uh they put those into action. Don't think the uh no. Megaforce dune buggies you, made it under the I battlefield. Have, I have not seen that in I didn't I missed those in Operation Desert Storm. Yeah. All yep. Megaforce soldiers, except one, wear a flag of of the patch of their country on their left sleeve. However, Dallas wears a Confederate flag. Dallas is a dickhole, and that's <laughs> Michael Beck's character. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dallas. He's a dickhole. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Some Megaforce inside the movie Megaforce trivia. The motorcycles are called Delta MK4 Megafighters. What? The dune buggies are either mega destroyers or mega cruisers, depending on their size. <laughs> Vehicles are painted with photosensitive camouflage that turns black at night and stays ridiculous looking during the day. <laughs> When camouflage would be most useful. <laughs> right, indeed. <laughs> there was supposed to be a sequel called Deeds Not Words. I cry at night because that sequel was never made. Yeah, we should do that. Get Barry involved. I, you know. I am so super excited. Yeah, this is, this is a good time. This is a really good time. It's, yep. it's, it's not in my Hall of Fame, but if somebody was to say that it's in their Hall of Fame, I couldn't argue. It's with in it. my top five. Yeah. I'm finally going to get all the Megaforce jokes. So, I've got a little bit of Megaforce boring bullshit. Oh? Yes, if you would like to see one of the dune buggy rocket cars from Megaforce, you may drive down the PCH and see one in Huntington Beach parked out front of an Army-Navy store. 
And I did see this car, having just seen Megaforce maybe three weeks before I saw it. And I was like, holy fucking shit, I know what that is! <laughs> so I flipped a bitch, like, in heavy, heavy traffic, in, in my rental car, and almost tacoed like a guy walking across the street, just so I could pull in there and run into the building and be like, do you know what that is? Do you know what you have got? And they're like, yeah, it was in some movie or something. I'm like, it's not just in any movie! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what are maybe the only people that's ever seen it that's come in here no we get this shit all the time oh god damn it then i felt not special anymore yeah so then i just stood by it and got my picture taken like 70 times yeah you gotta do that i wanted to get into it but um it was all welded shut huh you could tell that and i and i know that a lot of movie props especially vehicles are usually built quite poorly they're slapped together as fast as possible and they're not meant to last like like the batmobile you know things of that nature go ahead uh this thing was like you did not have to know how anything is built in the world to know that this thing was built very poorly (laughs) quite poorly i am surprised it was still in one piece so in terms of batman the uh bat cycle that was ridiculous. That's the sound of the bat cycle. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did, and then it doesn't go fast. <laughs> so the bat cycle in the newer Batman movies, did you notice that they couldn't shoot around it? It was so slow. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of shots that made it into the final product movie-wise that was like, ooh, that thing barely moves. Batman's doing three. <laughs> yeah, but watch out for Batman. He can get off and walk faster than that fucking thing. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, tell the bad guy, I'll be there in 30 minutes. <laughs> and then like they turn around, and then the, the other cop's about to turn around. He's like, nope. Don't turn around yet. Batman is still leaving on that bike that does not go very fast. Indeed. Well, yeah, we're all pumped about Megaforce. We'll have Carl here. Join us then. In the meantime, get to the chopper. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you. <laughs>